Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for August 7th through 13th, 2023. Look, I actually put the right date down here. Uh, actually, last week, I actually did do it correctly, but um, yeah, for some reason it didn't take. But here we are. It's a new week. Uh, we are getting further into August. And uh, in particular, we are having a little bit of a spotlight on Venus retrograde this week. So we'll talk about what that means. If you're watching live, as always, do say hello. It's always lovely to see where everybody's located. Um, I guess my dog decided to join us. Uh, there we go, right there. Uh, our dog, my dog <laughs> decided to join us for this evening. Um, but anyway, for those that do not know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live to look at the astrology. And you know, I say it all over and over again, that the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. You have to be a participant. That doesn't mean that sometimes we just need to sort of ride with the astrology. And, and when we do have and we will this week, but more like into next week, really strong outer planet contacts to the astrology. We have a square to Uranus this week with Venus. We have a square next week, Sun Uranus square, plus a really powerful Leo new moon on August 16th. I'm getting ahead of myself, but these are the times where we have to sort of see what is being revealed to us, what is being shown to us. And that's the part where we can make a decision on how we want to work with our 50% of the astrology. So yeah, we've, we've got some stuff to dive into. Uh, I know some of you are some familiar faces, some of you are my clients, and this is actually just some quick housekeeping. I'm actually going to be like, my office will be closed for two weeks. Uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll, there'll be a video next week, although not live. Um, and I got to figure out how to make that happen before I leave. Uh, but yeah, and uh, if you were looking to book an appointment with me, uh, make sure you do that. Well, it's too late now. But after I get back, starting on the 23rd of August. So anyway, that's my housekeeping. Also, some of you joined me for my live webinar this weekend. So I did a two hour look at the lunar nodes. And something that I said, and somebody was like, I didn't know this, uh, the lunar nodes are two of the most important points in the sky. And you're probably like, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, it's because, you know, especially for the way that I look at astrology, which is more of this sort of holistic, like looking at all the different pieces, like a mechanism, uh, how is everything moving together? And the lunar nodes, they are this powerful axis that brings things in and out of our lives. It pulls us forward, north node. And now that the north node is in Aries, Aries is our, you know, sort of our true north so to speak. So we are heading towards Aries. What does that even mean to head towards Aries? It means to take positive, actionable steps to be more brave and courageous, to get out of your comfort zone, to go after what you want. Aries is Mars, a sign of desire. It's power to maybe even to have a very different relationship with your power, for example, to start something new. Aries is the sign of new beginnings, initiation. So we went into this, we went to a lot of different things. So if you missed the webinar, you can still get the live recording. Um, the link is in the show notes, or you can go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. And, and when I was doing 
this webinar and you know side note astrology is the measurement of time cycles of time and our ability to derive meaning and and deeper meaning about these different cycles of time so for example i'm doing my webinar this weekend i'm talking about well the last time the south node was in libra the north node was in aries was the end of 2004 going into 2005 we had eclipses in aries and libra throughout 2004 and the light bulb went off and I was like, that 2004 <clears throat> changed my life. Um, and I don't know about you. I mean, I happen to have a uh, Aries Libra um, MCIC kind of getting a little, you know, my, my midheaven is in Libra. I think that's a little technical. But it was the life that I had before. And I used to, I'm actually from the Washington, D.C. area originally. But, you know, I've been in New York for almost 18 years and it was during that eclipse cycle that i sort of realized that i needed to do the crazy thing or the courageous thing and strike out on my own and move to new york with not really knowing anybody i mean i did know a couple of people but in reality i didn't know anybody it was just sort of this inner deep inner knowing that i had to move so that's a personal share and that's not to say that the next coming 18 months are going to be that dramatic for you but i think it's worthwhile in your own time what was going on in 2004 2005 because the nodes are back and aries and libra but we also had the half cycle a south node was in aries north node was in libra and this was back in um 2014, 2015, also a very powerful time in my life. And, and speaking of cycles, let's talk about Venus retrograde. I'm sorry, the, the light keeps getting weird for those that are watching live. Um, it's, all, it's all my brightness. Um, so let me just turn down the brightness. There we go. That's better. Um, so let's talk about Venus retrograde. So as you recall, Venus turned retrograde on July 22nd. And Venus actually turns the least retrograde, like the least amount of times. So it's every 18 months that Venus turns retrograde. And the last time we had Venus retrograde was uh, January of 2022 to, uh, gosh, uh, uh, all into, I think it was uh, February of 2022, if I'm remembering my astrology correctly. And when any planet turns retrograde, which, you know, number one, let's remember all the planets turn retrograde, except for the sun and the moon. Number two, um, Venus uh, and, and, and Mars and uh, Mercury, these are what are called the personal planets. So these retrogrades sort of deal with us on a personal level. Mercury turns retrograde the most frequently. That's that's why it has such great press about it because it happens every three months for three to four weeks at a time. When we have a planet retrograde, it is a yin or a receptive time to go back and look at the energy. So what what's our past relationship with Venus? What's our really relationship with relationships what's our relationship with partnership how do we connect how do we interact how do we socialize what is in our past history and memory and where do we need to tie up some loose ends or go back to something that didn't you know didn't really get a chance to process well last time venus was retrograde and leo was july of 2015 uh into august and then into the very beginning of september 
of 2015. So again, cycles of time is worthwhile looking back to see if there's any threats, any connection thematically or very literally between what is happening with this Venus retrograde and also what was happening eight years ago, because that's the thing about Venus has these eight year cycles. So when Venus is retrograde, it's not just about relationships, it's also about value and worth. And Venus, or rather any time a planet is in a zodiac sign, it takes on the energies and the archetype of that sign. So Venus is relationships, it's how we connect and interact and socialize. I actually think Venus is very underrated as a planet. I think we all think that it's like, you know, pink and rainbows and, and you know, but it, Venus, we need Venus. We need Venus to teach us about how to connect and interact with people. We are social creatures. We are human beings. We need Venus. We can't do, even though the North Node's in Aries, we can't overdo our Mars. I want. This is mine. It's all about me. Uh, I can't negotiate. I don't know how to see things from other people's perspectives. We need everything in balance. Libra. Venus. Venus is the ruler of Libra. Um, and Venus teaches us the power of actually being uh, conscionable, sociable, nice, having manners, being polite. It goes a long way. And Venus is also the ruler of Taurus. So this gets into themes about money, income, but also value and worth. So Venus in Leo retrograde, what is the value of ourselves? Our sense of individuality, our talents and gifts and abilities. How do we invest? Whether that's a monetary statement, whether that's time and energy into who we are, the things that actually light us up and give us life and make us want to get up in the morning. Because Leo is another sign that I think is underrated. Leo is a sign that reminds us that life needs passion. It needs a spark. When we do not have passion, what happens? It's very difficult to get things motivated. And Leo is also a fire sign. So Venus is really bringing in the energies of fire, renewal, new beginnings, action, drive, passion. But we're in the, the retrograde phase. So we're having to go back and like, where did we betray our passion? Where did we not stand up for ourselves? Where did we, we shy away? You know, I think that there's a very bold energy with Venus and Leo uh, typically, and but you know, it's retrograde. So we have to sort of look at things from a different perspective. Venus will turn direct on, I think it's September 3rd. So this week, two things are happening. Number one, Venus retrograde in Leo is making a square to Uranus. So Uranus, it's an evolutionary planet. It's not a personal planet. It's not about what we want. It's about trying to foster a transformation and an evolution. And its job is to get us to grow and evolve by any means possible. And it does it by waking us up. Uranus is the planet that's next in line after Saturn. So Saturn is about structures and boundaries. And you, you know how much I love Saturn. But Saturn can also be a little bit constrictive. We can get really stuck in our Saturn. And Uranus is like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you stuck in uh, duties and responsibilities that you hate, that drain the life out of you, that you actually don't need to do, or were never your duty and responsibility to begin with? Here, let me help. And so this might be a here, let me help. Um, you know, you know, Uranus serving up its help on a plate this week. 
It could be a week where we need to sort of break from the past. That's another thing about Uranus. It has zero sentimentality when it comes to the past, including relationships. If a relationship is not working, if it's draining you, if it's not nourishing you, if it does not value who you truly are, and I don't mean this like in a cheesy Instagram way, I mean somebody does not value who you are, then it may shake up or break up this week. That's not a across the board statement. Um, we, this is not the first time Uranus and Venus were square in this cycle. We actually had the, the first square on July 2nd. This is the second square this week on the 8th of, of August. And then we'll have the third, I think it's sometime later in September. I'm not, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. Um, so that there's that. But as we have the square, it's also a thread back to uh, Uranus's entry into Taurus back in May of 2018 and March of 2019. I know I've, I've talked about this a lot over the past few years because not only because but because it's it's I've been I've been seeing it over and over again been seeing it in my clients charts been seeing it in my own chart if you are a fixed sign my Taurus Leo Scorpio Aquarius if you have fixed angles <laughs> Taurus Leo Scorpio Aquarius if you have major planets in Taurus Leo Scorpio planet life maybe doesn't look the same than it did in 2018 2019 because something had to shake up taurus which is where uranus is presently it's all about like turning upside down if necessary the structures of our life now capricorn is very much about the bigger structures like what are we really working towards what's the role that we play in the world what's our duties and responsibilities but taurus is the earth it's the foundation and maybe your foundation of life looks nothing like it did in 2018 2019 i can personally attest to that but taurus is also a sign that can get very comfortable and pause even if you are not a taurus or you have nothing in taurus that energy is an archetype in your astrology you are all 12 signs so you have within you this ability to create stability and security or you have a conflicted relationship with the ability to create stability and security. So everybody's going to live this time differently. But sometimes we get really in our groove with the Taurus archetype. It's like, got to keep it the same. And that's the thing about Uranus. Nothing is staying the same. So this could be a week that threads back to a story that keeps popping up over the past five years. Something that I've noticed um, over the past, uh, ever since Uranus went into Taurus, and even the past seven years, Uranus has turned retrograde in August. And August is t typically, I don't, I mean, maybe because I'm paying more attention as an astrologer, but August has typically been not a quiet month over like the last few years, even going back the last seven years by count. Maybe there's other months where, uh, I know, like 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 22, like things have been happening, especially as Uranus turns retrograde. I think it was the 24th of August last year. This year, it's going to be the 27th. And, and I probably next year, it's going to start turning retrograde in September. But anyway, so there's a lot of Uranian energy in the astrology this month, especially after we get past the Leo new moon of August 16th. And Uranian energy 
demands radical authenticity. It doesn't like you to fit into something that never was you. So it's for you in your own time to really see, especially if you are a fixed sign, what have you kept coming up against? What's trying to wake you up? What's Because Uranus is, tr it's not just wake ups, it's trying to get you to open up. You know, if you ever have those like light bulbs go off, like light bulbs that are going off right now, um, the light bulbs that go off where you realize something and it's like somebody hit you with a gong. <laughs> but nobody did and and i'm not describing something that's weird like i'm pretty sure every human being on this planet at some point had had that feeling it's why we write about it in books and talk about it in poetry because it's powerful and it needs to be shared because when we have those big realizations when i had the realization that i had to move to new york even though it made no sense on paper it was like a spiritual like boom you're gonna move to new york I didn't do it the next day, but it, I gave myself six months to really like screw my head on and like really like, what does this mean? Like, how do I make this happen? I don't know anybody. I don't have a job in New York. So I had to really like, you have the big light bulb go off and then do the practical Virgo stuff of making it all happen, for example. So we've all had those moments where it's just searing clarity. And the question is, what do we do with it? And sometimes we don't do anything with it and it keeps going back and it keeps coming back. So use this energy to make a break, to transform something, to break through, including to have a personal breakthrough. But that's, the, like I said, Uranus is, is a very highly individual in, uh, planet in, in terms of how it shows up in your life, but sort of the stock and trade Uranus explanation is that a light bulb goes off, a thunderbolt goes off, and you need to make a change, or sometimes the change is, change is made for you, but not always. So uh, that's your look at the astrology of this week. Uh, let's look at each of the 12 signs, um, you know, for the astrology of August 7th through 13th, 2023, starting with starting with Aries. Aries, so think back to 2018-2019. That was the year that Uranus went to your money sign and began a seven-year process of completely transforming, this runs the gamut, your relationship with the material plane, how you are living, what you think is valuable, even your own self-worth. I've seen some Aries, they've had some instability over the last X years. They've had financial breakthroughs, making more money. It's not about money. It's about this sort of your relationship with earth and the material plane. And that's, again, highly personal, for example. Then there's Venus for you, Aries, and Venus is your relationship sign. And Venus talks about like, how do you interact? How do you socialize? But it is the planet that has, you know, who answers for the people in your life and what's going on in your relationships, for example. So while Venus is retrograde into the beginning of September, um, it's going to be retrograde up until, gosh, um, uh, 
Sorry, I just realized I didn't do something, but it's okay. Uh, Venus is going to be retrograde in Leo, which is your fifth sign. So this is really getting into whether it's romance, whether it's pleasure, whether it's fun, whether it's a lack of romance and pleasure and fun in your relationships or into these uh, themes about individuality. Uh, like, who are you? What makes you you? How, do you? how are your talents, gifts, and abilities valued? By other people, for example, can I make a living through my talents, gifts, and abilities? Do I value my own talents, gifts, and abilities? So there's this sort of tension that's happening in your chart that's hitting on you know these sort of fixed signs in your astrology, and it means that sort of the the, the stability and the foundation of your life wants to change, wants to move. Then again, it's been moving over the last four or five years. Then there's uh, Mars, just a quick reminder that your Mars is in uh, Virgo until I believe it's the end of August. So Virgo for you is very much like, let's get to work, let's get organized, let's do things. I realize it's August, but you've got things to do. Um, and maybe you've got projects to take care of. And for some Aries, it's a need to get back to health and wellness, really take care of your physical life and your physical being. Do remember, and this is sort of a larger arc that you're in, Aries. Saturn is in your 12th. It's going to be in your 12th for the next three years. You need to sort of feel like one era of your life is starting to peel away. Another era of your life is starting to arrive, but you're going through your spiritual baggage. You're going through a lot of internal, deeper existential questions. And as you wrap up a 30 year chapter, yes, 30 years. And I just want to put, um, Mars and Libra on your radar because I believe it's like the end of August. I think it's like the 27th of August that Mars goes into Libra. Don't quote me on that date. Um, but when it goes into Libra, and especially in advance of the eclipses of October, things might start to get very interesting in relationships. Taurus. So Taurus, uh, even though it's not your birthday season, you're like a little bit of the spotlight is on you. And, and I said this in the introduction, I'll say it very quickly again, since May of 2018, March of 2019, you've had a visitor to your sign. That visitor is Uranus and you have to live another 80 years for Uranus to come back to your sign. So this is one of the reasons why it's, it's so uh, important. And you're a sign that typically doesn't like change, but here comes, or rather has been, the planet of change and reformation, transformation, turning up everything upside down in your sign over the last five years. If you're born on the latter side of Taurus, it's like you haven't really stepped into this energy fully yet. If you're on the earlier side of Taurus, you know exactly, in theory, what I'm talking about. It's not for you to walk away from stability and security. It's to remake it in a way that actually fits you. Taurus sometimes can get really like, you know, it's very dependable and stable. I love Taurus, uh, you know, very dependable and, and stable sign, but you know, sometimes it can get a little bit in its own way. So use this energy to get out of your own way. And as Venus, which is your planet, is presently retrograde, it will be retrograde until September uh, 3rd, really reevaluate um, you know, what's in your emotional core. What, where's the stuckness coming from? Is there stuckness? Is it coming from the past? Is it coming from memory? Is it coming from mom or dad? 
Is it because um, mom and dad family ancestors imparted a certain, um, you know, let's say framework of value and worth that honestly isn't your framework of value and worth? And so how do you break out of that, for example? Uh, that said, uh, there's a lot of things, you know, as we wrap up Leo season, it's it's a little bit of a focus on home and family. And, you know, this is all bringing you into the rest of Octo- uh, October, into the rest of August. And how Venus, you know, as it makes the square to Uranus, you're going to pick up with this energy again in September. And it's possible that something that reveals itself to you this week is continuing to play out like you don't have all the answers or something is still in motion, even into August. Gemini. Gemini. So Mercury is your planet and Mercury is hanging out in Virgo for a while. It's actually going to be in Virgo until October. That's because your planet Mercury will turn retrograde later in, uh, in, in August, which is no big deal. It happens every three months. It's just part of the natural ebb and flow of life. But I think is, is worth um, mentioning of uh, uh, Gemini is that Virgo for you is your sign of home and family. It's this period where you need to really focus on what anchors you, what creates stability, what creates security within yourself, that sense of connection, home, family, household. And as Mercury spends a lot of time there, Mars is there. And so it may not be a quiet time in your home environment, or it may not be quiet inside of you or like maybe a lot of deeper emotions are bubbling up and this is still playing off of uh you know saturn is in your career sign it'll be in your career sign until the beginning of 2026 almost said 2006 2026 and so this i think a lot of deeper searching a lot of deeper questioning that's happening right now for gemini and last week's uh mercury opposite saturn maybe got a little sharp for you or put things were put into sharp focus for you but i think that there's something that you're still sort of working out and playing out and and recalibrating or seeing things from a different perspective throughout the mercury retrograde that takes you into september for example uh that said you know for you the the uranus's time in taurus isn't let's say as dramatic for for as it was as it is for taurus or leo or scorpio etc but it is talking about this bigger phase of your life that is about really opening up your eyes to the world because Uranus is in your ninth. The ninth sign, its job, doesn't matter who, what sun sign you are, its job is to make your world bigger. Your world can become bigger through education, religion, philosophy, law, a sense of right and wrong, and even travel. Of course, everybody's going to live this differently, but maybe your world or how you saw the world or what you believed in or what you thought was true is not now what it was in 2018 and 2019. I think in addition, what did I say? Uranus the ninth. Jeez, I've got Virgo on the brain. It's in the 12th. I'm so sorry. Maybe it's because I'm like getting ready to leave. But, um, you know, next, tomorrow, leave, leave the country. But anyway, Uranus is in your 12th. So this is a time when it's really you know, kind of like making your world bigger. Like I said, that's actually for Virgo, if you're listening. Um, it's about making your inner world 
bigger because the 12th sign brings us outside of the confines of our physical reality. I know it sounds like a mouthful and it opens us up to our spiritual dimension or it makes us really get into the haze and fog of life and we don't know which way is up. But if we're doing it well, Uranus is trying to turn on the lights and remind you that you are both a physical being and a non-physical being. Every Gemini is going to live this time differently, but you know, what way are you trying to open up your reality? You know, what way are you trying to connect to who you are on a higher level? You can meditate, you can dream, take a nap, but this is about really pulling back the veil. And so Venus is in Leo right now, and Leo is your sign of you know voice and communication. And I think this is a week, and even going into next week, we need to listen to your intuition, um, pay attention to your dreams, see what messages are trying to come through, because maybe that's the way that you're becoming a little bit more aware of your higher self, for example. Um, cancer, cancer. So what do we got? We got, we got this Leo season for you and Leo is your sign of money and income. And this is a time to really look at your material stability and security, even with Venus there and Venus is in a space, your second sign that it typically loves to be in. But this is about a deeper reevaluation. And whether it's about your material life, whether it's about friends, community, society, humanity, and, and cancer, go back to 2018 and 2019. And maybe your social circle is different. Maybe your sense of community, maybe even your awareness of the world is different because the 11th sign, kind of like what I said for Gemini, it's trying to make you more aware of the, of the world. It's trying to open up your eyes. It's just doing it through society, social frameworks, um, networks, community, the people that are in your life, a sense of belonging. And so this is a time to really awaken and open up to your sense of belonging in the greater universe. And it's a big statement, but we don't always feel like we belong. And maybe you're getting a little bit into these deeper questions about, you know, am I valued? Am I, is it worthy? Like, am I, am I, are my, are my talents, gifts and abilities, like, like valued in the world, for example? And for you, Cancer, um, you know, Venus is your sign of home and family. So whatever is going on, even though you're thinking about things on a bigger level, community, society, humanity, the future, value, worth, money, income, see how much it relates to, to, to memory and the past and family and how sometimes how we're raised and, and the things that happen can sometimes be that thing that gets in the way of us really sharing confidently who we are with the world. And so Uranus being very unsentimental uh, doesn't want anything to hold you back, for example. You know, two, you know, with uh, Uranus, with Saturn in your ninth, this is getting into this larger framework of, your, framework of your life where you need to figure out what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think is true? And really trying to open up your eyes to the world. It's just when you see a lot of activity at the, the higher most reaches of the chart. It's about our worldly life and opening up to the world, for example. Uh, but this might be a week that really shakes things up, especially trying to get you to break from something from the past. Um, Leo. 
Leo, so yeah, you're part of the fixed sign club, and I and I know that it's your birthday season. It may even be your birthday this week. Happy birthday. Um, let's sort of run down the list. So let's start with Uranus, and I talked about this in the introduction. I'll talk about it quickly again. In May of 2018, and then again in March of 2019, uh, Uranus went in. May of 2019, May of 2018, it went out of Uranus, out of your career sign, in November of 2018, and then it went back in March of 2019 to stay for another six years. Every Leo is going to live this differently, but you have had this very powerful evolutionary, revolutionary force in your career sign since 2018 and 2019. Every Leo is going to live this differently. It's run the gamut of, let's say you are Greta Gerwig, who is Leo, and now you have a billion dollar movie. Uh, you know, your, your career, your world has utterly transformed than it was five years ago. Or maybe I'm not a Leo, but I'm a major planet in Leo. And then sort of the story that I tell over and over again is that I have a 20 year background in IT. And March of 2019, I left that job to do this full time. I mean, not all of this, but to do astrology full time. Maybe you are a Leo. Maybe you can see some big 180s or at least some, uh, you know, what's half a 180, <laughs> um, 90 degree angles that you've made in your career um, since 2018, 2019. Or maybe it's been a breakthrough or maybe you can sense depending on your personal astrology, that something is trying to brew, you know, and something's trying to change and transform, for example. So there's that, but then there's Venus and Leo. Hey, you're a Leo. So you have a long-term visitor to your sign. I think it's until the end of September, it's in your sign. And this week marks the midpoint of this need to really reevaluate things, reevaluate your career, reevaluate the direction that you're going in. What's of, of, of value to you? Is it making a billion dollar movie? Is it something else? Like everybody's different, of course. Are you taking yourself seriously, for example. So something, whatever happens this week is just another link in a chain of a story that has been with you over the last five years. Plus we, you know, over the past two, three years in particular, we had some pretty intense energy. Saturn's where Uranus, we had eclipses. Eclipses have moved on, but you're going to have one more eclipse in your career sign um, on October 28th. So it's like that last, like, you know, sort of like push for you to make some big changes in your career. I'm jumping ahead a week, but there's a pretty powerful Leo new moon on the on the 16th of August. If your birthday is on the 16th of August, plus or minus a day, it's going to be a powerful new year for you. Regardless, for all of you, Leo, Leo rising, uh, listening, how do you take this energy? How do you break out, break through? What needs to break down? Because sometimes we're stuck in something and the only way to like really get to where we need to get to is for it to all come down. That's obviously not going to be the case for every Leo, just for a couple of rare few. But this is, uh, again, a week to really reevaluate and to look at things differently. We've got, you know, we get to the midpoint of Venus retrograde on the 13th. It's a 40 day process in, in total. And then we got another 20 days after that going forward. Um, Virgo, Virgo, like I was doing a little bit of Virgo as I was doing Gemini because I got confused for a second, but 
Virgo, so Mercury is your planet. It is in your sign and it's going to be in your sign for and into October. I think it's the beginning of October. So you've got like an ally or you've got the boss with you right now. Mercury is your boss. Um, and while it's in, uh, typically while it's in Virgo, it's a great time to do the things that you really excel at, like organizing, like tending to systems, having, having ritual in your life, uh, focusing on the details, for example. But Mercury is starting to slow down. It did make a pretty uh, strong opposition to to Saturn last week. So you had to sort of, you know, get, you know, get your get your life in order, get your life in gear uh, going forward. Or maybe you felt like the pat on the back from Saturn, like, okay, great, here's here's more duties and responsibilities. Or maybe you saw Saturn say, no, every Virgo is going to be a bit different, for example. That said, Leo season for you, we are coming to the end of your personal calendar year. It's a time to not go, you know, full throttle. It's a time to rest, time to reflect. Sort of this irony because Mercury is like pulling you forward into a new personal year, but at the same time, you got, you know, the Sun and Leo behind you. A lot of the things that are happening, whether it's uh, Uranus and Taurus, which is your ninth, whether it's Venus and Leo, which is your twelfth, you may be feeling a lot of these deeper existential questions. I know this is something that I've said before. It's still with us. What do we believe in? What do I stand for? What do I think is true? And I said this um, for Gemini, and I and, and I meant to say it for you, and I'll say it again. It's, you know, you have planets in two key areas of your chart that are trying to make your world bigger. Making your world bigger for some people is getting on a plane, going to see the world, where it's going back to school or getting a higher degree or taking lots of classes and, and learning about the world that way. But your world is also within you and the world is also outside of you. And I, and I mean that more as a spiritual comment, not as a other country comment. So how do you make your world bigger? And there's a lot of tension that's back and forth between Uranus in Taurus, your ninth, and Venus retrograde, square Uranus in your 12th. And so this might be a week and even next week with the Leo new moon of August 16th, where your world wants to get bigger. And that's going to mean different things to different Virgos. But sometimes Virgo can be really good at sort of holding on to what's tangible, rational, uh, I can, it's only real if I can touch it, like, in theory, it's open up to these more esoteric things. But you do have Saturn and Pisces for the next three years. But this is a time to get a little esoteric. This is a time to really search yourself and even search your soul and see what wants to reveal itself to you. So maybe you need to meditate, maybe you need to do dream journaling, maybe you need to go for a walk. But Virgo, God love you, you're really good at being in your head. And this is a week to not be in your head. Libra. Libra. So Venus is your planet and Venus is presently retrograde. It's going to be retrograde until September 3rd. Not a big deal. I know a lot is made about retrogrades. I think it's, it's a little bit uh, off the mark, but that's another story. What you need to understand is that energy cannot always push out. It sometimes has to pull in. The tide doesn't always push out. The tide sometimes, sometimes has, to, has to push in. And so Venus retrograde is your time every 18 months for you to reflect, to do the inner work, to go back to the past because we can't always charge forward. 
Right now, Venus is in your 11th sign. It's about friends, community, society, humanity. Who are your friends? Do you need to see or reevaluate the people that are in your life? Do you need to invest more in the people in your life? Or are you realizing people are not investing as much in you? This is not meant to be a transactional comment. It's just part of the ebb and flow of life. But sometimes we have people in our life that take and don't give, or there's not a natural ebb and flow. For example, this is also a space, Leo, where you're getting into these bigger questions. Like, what, what do I want the next year to be? Like, where am I going in five years? You're sort of peering into the future. And maybe the things that you thought you valued, whether it's last year, whether it's two years ago, whether it's last week, maybe these are not the things that you still value, for example. But life is a little bit on a, you know, pulling back then pushing out until the beginning of September, but you've got the square to Uranus. This is actually the second square. We have the first one at the beginning of July. So Uranus for you is in your eighth sign and it's been in your eighth sign since 2018, 2019. So there's been a lot of things happening behind the scenes, whether it's between you and an intimate partner, whether it's you and the people that you absolutely 100% trust, or you and a therapist, for example, it's trying to dig into the things that are not just getting in the way of you, but on a deeper emotional level. And if you're not actively doing that, pretty sure Uranus is trying to do it for you. Because the eighth is where we have to face ourselves. And when we don't face ourselves, because we push it onto other people, it's them, it's not me, then we keep getting the, the, the you know, the people keep coming into our lives trying to wake us up even more and more. So see, like, what's been the story, the best that you can discern over the last four or five years? How has your emotional state, how has your emotional health and wellness changed and transformed over the last five years? And you might get that sort of push from Uranus this week and even next week, um, because we have a really powerful Leo new moon on the 16th that's trying to get you to break out of some pattern some way of thinking something that's limiting you or something that's possibly has been in the past self-destructive so this is your week to really show up with yourself to sort of see like what you're typically not seeing about yourself and it could be even seen about your life to get the larger vantage point so you can start to put the dots together scorpio scorpio so Mars is your planet. It's still in Virgo. There's still that really like Virgo push to work, 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 do, do, do. Um, but uh, Virgo for you is also your sign of voice and communication, how you think and listen and learn. And so this is a time for you to really, wait, that's not right. Virgo is your sign of, gosh, Oh, my, my brain starts to grave. Virgo is your sign, is your 11th sign, friends and community. You're actually coming to the end of your personal year. Uh, when Mars goes into Libra, uh, I think it's the end of August, that takes you into mid-October, where you're a bit behind the scenes. You are wrapping up, you are resting, you are letting go of the past two years and then preparing for that personal, uh, you know, beginning of your, like sort of restart of your, of your, of astrology when Mars goes into Scorpio. I think it's like around the 14th or 15th or it's right, actually right before the eclipse on the 14th. I think it's the 12th. 
So that said, you're winding down, and so it's about looking towards the future. Like, what do you want the next two years to look like? What do you want the next years beyond to look like? You know, what are your hopes and wishes, your dreams? It's also a time to look towards friends and community. Like, what's the state of friends and community? Do you need to connect more with friends and community? And maybe this is a time when you're really looking at these sort of bigger moving pieces in your life, or maybe even bigger moving pieces in the world, social issues, social causes, social themes. Maybe you want to volunteer, maybe you want to help, for example. There is some, uh, you know, Mercury's in that space, but it is Leo season for you, which is your career. Yes, Scorpio's uh, career sign is Leo. And so with the sun there, this is your time in your personal yearly calendar for the spotlight to be on you, for you to sort of put that energy and drive and passion into the things that you want to build and sort of do in the world. So with a lot of energy on your uh, career, you do have Venus retrograde. And so this might be a period as you get into the beginning of September where you have to reevaluate your career, reevaluate what was important, maybe what's not important, for example. And I do want you to go back to 2018, 2019 Scorpio, because that was the time when Uranus went into your into your relationship sign. And for some Scorpios, that's literally about relationship, but on a broader level, this has been this period where you have to really change and interact how you socialize with people. Your relationships, capital R, small r, uh, intimate partnerships, uh, people that you are in your life, something has to awaken and transform. That means different things to different Scorpios. So I think that as Venus is retrograde right now, it's still bringing up and square Uranus this week. It's bringing up the story that maybe you keep have coming back to over the last five years, the role of relationship in your life, the role of partnership, uh, the responsibilities, you know, how do things line up with you and other people? How do things not line up with you? But see what's going on in September once Venus turns direct, because I think these the, the square to Uranus is really just building up to more um, like, a, like a different phase of the story once uh, Venus turns direct at the beginning of September. But we will have one more square with Uranus. That's at the end of September. And then, um, yeah, we've got a pretty powerful Leo new moon. Um, Next week, we will talk about that. Uh, not live. I have to pre-record that because I'll be away. But uh, that's, I think, really going to be a, a showcase on some of the bigger changes that you've had to make, Scorpio, at, at, uh, in the last four or five years. Um, Sagittarius. Sagittarius. So Jupiter is your planet. It's still in Taurus. It'll be in Taurus until May of 2024. So you've got one of the major hands on your personal clock pointing towards uh, how you organize your life, health and wellness, getting your, your life you know, tidy and neat and projects and work. And I know that doesn't sound like fun. You're like, oh, Taurus. Taurus is nice. Taurus is snacks. It's great. But you know, really to reflect on the changes in your physical life, the changes in your health and wellness and how you've taken care of your body over the last four or five years. Because I think Jupiter is really, you know, driving into something over, you know, the next six months. It does again, or even more than six months um, by the time it turns or gets out of, um, gosh, it gets out of Taurus in May of 2024. So I think that Jupiter really wants to give more life 
to the changes that you've been making. It could be dietary changes, it could be structural changes to your life, sort of getting more fresh air, going outside, uh, organizing your day differently, organizing work differently. And here comes Jupiter to really cement a lot of the bigger changes that you've made. That said, it's Leo season, and Leo is a fellow fire sign just like you, but this is in something called your ninth sign. I kind of said this is for other, for other signs. Um, but the ninth sign is the sign that makes your world bigger. And we already think, you know, Sagittarius is a sign that is already very aware, well, well aware of the world. But this is a, a part of the chart that wants to make your life bigger, you know, whether you're getting on a plane, whether you're, you're seeing the world, whether you're learning about the world, whether it's about education. But this is also the place where Sag is really great with sharing its opinions. So this might be a week, especially as we go into next week with that, uh, uh, gosh, that Leo new moon on the 16th, where you really want to sort of I think be more aware of the things that you're saying, the things that you're thinking, especially with Venus there, and maybe needing to have a little bit more discernment, edit more, because that's the thing that Jupiter and, and Sag gets really uh, enthusiastic about what it believes in, what it shares. I think it's just a little bit of just, you know, kind of having a little bit more of a temperament, so to speak. But that said, make your world bigger this week next week into the beginning of September, open up your eyes and sometimes, you know, look at where, you know, sometimes you can get a little bit, oh no, it has to be like this, but you know, actually maybe it can be another way. And maybe that's where the uh, Venus square Uranus is for you. It's about really getting you to see the world, getting you to see society uh, choices, uh, the choices that you're making and what do you believe in what you stand for a little bit differently or maybe it's time you have to really affirm your convictions for example capricorn so capricorn saturn is your planet and saturn is like i said kind of being this in, in what's called your third sign of voice communication how you think and listen and learn uh education teaching for the next three years over this period of time, which I realize we're just at the beginning of the story, you need to take your voice seriously. For some, that means focusing on writing, speaking more, um, you know, really kind of you know, having the maturity and wisdom behind what you have, what, what, you're, what you're saying, even what you're teaching. This could be a time where some Capricorns are actually teaching what they know and what they learn. But it's also a time when you have to really look at the choices that you're making. And, and, and we all do. We're human beings. Like, that's the, that's the game of life is to really ultimately master our choices and make the best choices. The thing that's really interesting about this time for you is that Saturn is in Pisces. And Pisces is a very intuitively driven sign. I think it's a reminder that we don't always think of Capricorn as a very intuitive sign. But it's to really trust your heart and trust your spirit as much as you do your intellect <laughs> and your ability to rationalize. And you know, maybe it, you, it does feel very different since March when Saturn, your planet, went into Pisces. Uh, but that said, uh, it is Leo season. And Leo is your eighth sign. So in all of the of one's astrology, the eighth sign is the place where we have to face ourselves. So Leo season for you every year on some level is a time for you to face yourself. I know that doesn't sound very fun, but it's just a necessity to life. Imagine a life that's never examined 
imagine a life where nothing happens. Do we grow? No. So this is your sort of calendar slotted time to do the work, to either work with a counselor, whether to do a lot of soul searching, to get into the deeper emotional material, for example. Then there's Uranus, and Uranus has been in your fifth sign since 2018 and 2019. And you know, I think on some level, go back and reflect on the person that you were, the version of you in 2018, 2019, because it may be very different than the version of who you are right now. Uranus is trying to, to like, like radically so, you know, radical authentic, authenticity in who you are, how you express yourself, like, and not, that's the thing about Capricorn, typically it's a sign that can, it's very much in, in the conditioning, like the social conditioning. And there's nothing wrong with that, but if it's keeping you small, if it's like preventing you from being you, and Capricorn typically takes the world, the weight of the world on its shoulders, like how does that get in the way, all that responsibility uh, that's not yours, and, and you being you and expressing who you are? So there might be this sort of question about identity, self-expression, creativity, who are you, what's in the way, needing to get into those deeper hidden corners this week because something, a light bulb wants to turn off, turn on uh, this week. And especially next week on the 16th, when that powerful Leo new moon really wants to turn on a light bulb for you. Aquarius, Aquarius, so Saturn's your planet. It's gonna be in your money sign uh, all the way until uh, 2026. So we got some time, February 2026. But this continues to be this larger umbrella and framework for you to really get you know into what's what's material stability and security, what's valuable and important to you, investing in your, your physical life, uh, making purchases, investments, looking at money and income. So that's the broader level, but it's Leo season for you, and Leo is your relationship sign. And this is a season for you to really turn your attention to the people in your life, whether it's a, a primary partnership, whether it's just how you connect and interact and socialize with people. So it might be a busy time for you, and, and, and do keep in mind, because you are a fixed sign, that Uranus still in your sign of home and family where it's been over the last five years. So Uranus in the fourth, your home environment where you live, or it's not the physicality of home, it's the emotionality of home, does not look the way it did in 2018 and 2019. Maybe people, the, somebody's moved in or out of the household. Maybe the family has completely changed. Maybe your relationship with family has completely changed. Maybe your relationship with getting your needs met has completely changed, or maybe you've made a major move. I wanted to highlight that because Venus and Leo is sort of pulling at this bigger story that's you know been with you over the last four or five years. It's just, what is your relationship with relationships? How do you connect with people? Like, how do you, who are the people that are coming to life? Do they actually support your home environment? Do they nourish you? Do they get help you get your needs met? So it might be about very key, this week might be about very key people in your life, maybe even key relationships in your life and people that touch on home and family or even possibly family members. But this is another ripple and a many ripples and sometimes big ripples of change that have been with you since 2018, 2019. And I would even go so far as to say is that next week's Leo's, Leo new moon on the 16th is the one to watch because that's a very powerful new beginning for you this year. Pisces, 
last but not least. So Jupiter is your planet. It continues to be until May of 2024 and your sign avoids communication, how you think, listen, and learn. So just use this time week in and week out to really invest or to connect or to deepen your education. Take classes, learn, read, travel, explore, open up your eyes, make your world big, maybe on a on a smaller level, but you're typically a sign that has a big view on life. And so this might be a time when you're really sharing it, teaching it, writing it, speaking about it. For example, Jupiter is in the same sign as Uranus, and it's not until next year, I think it's next April 2024, that they actually come together to form a conjunction. This means to be in the same place at the same in the same point in the sky. But it's already happening. It's to really take in this, this transformative evolutionary energy that has been present with you since 2018 and 2019, because this has been about a building change in how you think and listen and learn, how you communicate, how, how you, the, the role of education in your life, your, your ability to speak or even inhabit what you have to say, because there's voice, your ability to speak, and then there's voice, which means your ability to take the spirit that lives inside of you and put it into what you have to say. That part can be a little bit harder. But this has been a time of awakenings, maybe not on the larger uh, dramatic level that, they have, that they're with with the other signs. But I think that Jupiter in, in the same sign as Uranus, this is building up to something that wants to awaken something as you get into next year. Then it's Leo season. And Leo season for you is your sign of health, wellness, how you take care of your body, work, projects. And with Venus retrograde there, it's I think it's a time to really reevaluate either how you structure your day, your relationship with health and wellness, the things you eat, the, the, the rituals that you do, the practices that you do, your mindfulness, your presence in your day-to-day -day life. And how do you make different choices? How do you get different perspectives? Do you need to take a class? Do you need some, you know, to see things differently, for example? Um, but this is typically the season for you to focus on your physical life, getting the systems of your life running, sort of showing up on time, for example. But I think the wild card in all of this, that Venus square Uranus, is that what, what wants to shake up about your day-to-day -day life? Maybe there are conversations that are being had this week and conversations that really transform something about your day-to-day -day life. It's hard to say. We'll see. Um, but that said, you know, you, you do have Mars and Mercury still in your seventh sign of relationships. You still have Saturn in your first sign. It might, you know, with everything else that's going on in the sky, there's a little bit of a heaviness in your astrology at the moment. I have to be completely honest. Um, you know, maybe it's about really, you know, looking at some key areas of your life, making some changes, making some deeper connections, making some bonds, making some commitments, for example, and, you know, to see how all of that bigger stuff and heavier stuff is playing out against the shaking up, the seeing things differently, the new approaches that want to happen with Uranus and Venus. So there you go. That is your look at the astrology of this week, August 7th through 13th, 2023. Got a chance to see my, my, my doggy. Um, yeah, normally he likes to hide when I do this. But anyway, so 
I will see you all next week, although it will be recorded. Uh, and then the week following on the 21st, we will do it live. We'll do it live again because um, I'll be back. And then, you know, for all of you, thank you for watching every week. Sorry, my brain's a little scam scrambled. Um, and if you missed my Lunar Nodes webinar, you can learn more about the Lunar Nodes. You can go to my website. You can get the replay, for example. Thank you all. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you every week. And I will see you all live on the 21st. So until then, take care. Bye-bye.